What's up everybody, Paul Hickey here with your data-driven daily tip. I'm pumped today for marketers and small business owners. If you've been on a website and you've tried to leave and as you move your mouse towards the X in your browser or towards the address bar in your browser, you see this pop-up on the website that you're on with an email opt-in box like, wait, don't leave before you give us your email. This is a great marketing tactic. The proof is in the data. Don't let users leave your most popular web pages without getting their email address so that you can remarket to them. Like I said, the proof is in the data. When we install what's called exit intent pop-ups, which is what I'm gonna show you today, how to install an exit intent pop-up. What you're gonna need is a WordPress website, a plugin called Pop-Up Builder or Pop-Up Builder Pro, the pro version of Pop-Up Builder. And we're gonna show you how to in easily install what's called an exit intent pop-up. For anyone with a WordPress website, we highly recommend that you just try the Pop-Up Builder plugin and upgrade to the pro version, which is super inexpensive, or give me a holler at paul at datadriven.design and we can help you put it in your WordPress website. Like I was saying, the proof is in the data when we analyze Google Analytics and we see that there is an opportunity where users are going to a web page and then they're exiting the website, but they're going to the web page with a low bounce rate, high intent to engage with the website, but they leave, high, which is called a high exit percentage most of the time. You need to put an exit intent pop-up on these pages. Here's how to do it. You're gonna log into your WordPress website and you're gonna go over to the uh, install the Pop-Up Builder Pro plugin. And um, right now, for those of you viewing my screen, I'm gonna show you how to do that. For those of you listening on the podcast, it's really easy to follow along. This website um, that you're watching on my screen right now, it's basically showing you an example of the Pop-Up Builder uh, exit intent. When you go in and install the Pop-Up Builder plugin, you are then gonna go and find the um, add new button. So you're gonna click add new and you're gonna select exit intent. Now when you select exit intent, it's gonna give you options to put, a, uh, what you're gonna need to do is, um, one thing I forgot to tell you that you're gonna need on this is also the Gravity Forms plugin. Use the Gravity Forms plugin and um, build a Gravity Form with a name, email address, message, whatever you wanna put in there, phone number. I wouldn't put more than those four fields based on what the data tells us to put on a uh, one-time opt-in form just to gather uh, potential customer's information. You're gonna go and create the form. Gravity Form is gonna give you a short code and you're gonna paste the short code of your Gravity Form into your exit intent pop-up here in the uh, visual field. And then you're gonna put whatever other text you wanna put in here. I've got reason, um, uh, you, wait, you came here for a reason, don't leave without getting your free estimate. And then we've got the gravity form. Um, I'm deciding to show it on all pages on the website. Although if your Google Analytics uh, or your digital strategy company tells you that there's one page uh, based on the data better than others to just put it on, like I was talking about earlier, go ahead and do that. You're gonna fill out all the settings on the Pop-Up Builder Pro, uh, select the styling and everything like that, and then you can see the demo here on my screen in a Google Chrome incognito window. As I move my mouse over to the uh, X button, then the pop-up shows, and it's doing its job capturing user information. This is lead generation, not in an intrusive way. 
This is not a pop-up that shows 10 seconds into a user's visit or right away into a user's visit. The data shows that those can increase bounce rates and get users to essentially never come back to your website. What you want to do is you want to wait till the user is about to leave, and if you don't have their information, that's when you want to capture it. This has been your data-driven daily tip. For more free digital marketing tips, go to dataoveropinions.com. Thanks for listening on the podcast at datadrivenpodcast.com. Thanks for listening to the Alexa Flash Briefing at datadrivendaily.com. Don't forget to try our new premium Alexa skill called Ask Data Driven Design. You can get that at askdatadrivendesign.com. It's a way for you to check up on your web data by just asking Alexa. You don't even have to log into Google Analytics anymore. You're welcome. And please subscribe on YouTube, youtube.com slash Paul Hickey. Thanks and have a great day. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, Quick strategic thinking is crucial, and with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown, and through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Now we're going to get into some questions that were answered, the Q&A. Welcome to your data driven design Q&A. The first question that came in last week was from a a great guy that has started to follow our YouTube channel. Uh, He runs a business um, that I'll, uh, I'll give a shout out to here in a second. But his question was, basically when you only have like two to three um, likes on your Facebook page, um, you know, what should you do? Should you, you know, when should you start boosting posts or versus running ads? Basically his question was, should I run ads or should I boost posts? So um, data-driven design question number one is, when it comes down to a new business Facebook page with just two to three followers, let's just say less than 25 followers, should I boost posts or should I run ads? And my answer to the question is, for a year, you have to post on Facebook three to five times a day for a year. Post on Facebook three to five times a day for a year. After you've done that for a couple months, start boosting every fifth post. Start boosting every fifth post for about $5. So that means you're going to have uh, one one or two, maybe three or four boosted posts every week for about $5. You're going to spend around $20 a week on boosting your posts and simultaneously spend $500 a month on a Facebook page promotion. Then in year two, start running some more sophisticated Facebook ads. And we've got more information at datadriven.design slash academy. When you sign up there, I would encourage you to take the Facebook Ads Academy in year two uh, of the Data Driven uh, Academy. It's only $80 a month, so it's really it's really nothing. Uh, it's definitely worth your time and your dollar. So, great question from Car Count Hackers. Appreciate the love and the question on YouTube that's coming in from youtube.com slash Paul Hickey, so appreciate that. 